Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hello Hosty podcast. Today I am joined by Rachel Huggenschmidt of Jungle Lux, based out of Tulum, Mexico. Thank you for joining me, Rachel. Thank you for having us. We're so interested in telling you our story from Tulum, Mexico. So please, let's let's start with a, a bit about your story. How, uh, how I guess you're not from Mexico. How have you ended up there? And 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 tell us a bit more about that. So I'm actually originally from Buffalo, New York, um, but for the last 14 years or so, I've lived in Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona area. Um, in 2020, we had a um, we had a pandemic going on. So mm -hmm. in 2020, this is a weenie dog, by the way. In 2020, we had a pandemic going on, and you know things were boring and kind of sad. Um, so we basically decided, well, we want to look for another place to spend time or invest or do something. So I had kind of a bucket list. I decided that Tulum was one of the places that I wanted to go. Um, so I uh, actually called my brother because my boyfriend's passport was expired. And I said, Ross, I wanna go to Mexico, you know, and my brother's a world traveler. So, um, so we went to Mexico. The third day we were there, I said, Ross, I'm in love with this place. I'm getting a place. And he's like, you are like my dumb little sister. Like we're on vacation, whatever. And mm -hmm. kind of laughed at me. Um, well, I started coming to Tulum every four to six weeks and going on these trips and I bought land. I decided to build a house. I've got a background in remodeling and flipping and construction um, and interior design. So I was brave. I decided to wire money to outer space and buy a property in Mexico. So fast forward over the year that I built my house, I stayed in 20 Airbnbs and I never had a perfect stay. And I then started really looking into this and thinking that Mexico was underserved um, and that it might be cute to start a little Airbnb business. I've been on Airbnb for 10 years. I'm a super host. Um, so I do have experience with that. In the US, we do luxury Airbnb furnishes. Um, so we decided to start Jungle Lux. Um, I think it's really the combination of my entire career. Um, with marketing and sales, et cetera, I've created the brand. I direct all of the creative and have set the standards pretty high. Um, our units are hotel sheeting and artesian soaps. And, you know, it's a really luxury stay because Tulum is not a third world country stay anymore. People want, they want the world. I mean, this is becoming one of uh, the foremost luxury destinations. It was named as the top beach in the world. Um, and now we're getting an airport. We just got an airport code last week. It's opening in December, oh, okay. like it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's cool. I heard about that. That was coming. So that, that's going to have a massive effect on, on business for, for you down there. For sure. Yeah. They're, uh, uh, Cancun is currently doing 8 million passengers a year and it's just really overloaded. So they're hoping to push 4 million up to 4 million passengers a year into our airport. We also are getting a train that connects the entire Yucatan Peninsula, which is going to be like revolutionary for this area in Mexico. Yeah. Um, so with all of the development and things that are happening here, I mean, this is just an amazing destination. Yeah, absolutely. So, so tell us a bit more about um, about Jungle Lux. How did um, how many properties are you managing? How are the relationships with with, with those properties? Tell, tell us a bit about that. 
So we're managing right now 25 properties. We have another 20 in the pipeline that we feel like we'll onboard by easily by mid-December. Um, so we're going to go into super busy season with somewhere like 45 properties. Um, our relationship has been great with the owners. We do marketing in multiple ways. So we have obviously Airbnb, which rents 75% of Tulum's market, but there's some other platforms that are trying to get in, but we also do a lot of local relationships. So like diving companies that are bringing people in, you know, we might um, have a package. Um, so we have a lot of different ways. And then of course, um, you know, Google, you know, getting direct bookings yeah. and uh, Instagram marketing as well. So tell us a bit about the properties that you manage. Are they, um, what are they like? Well, I mean, they're all jungle luxury is kind of our term that we've coined. Um, they're all they're they're all different sizes. I mean, we like to have I like to have, you know, variety when it comes to property types. So they're anywhere from a studio to, you know, a larger villa. Um, so they're very different, but they all have a standard of quality of furnishing. Um, you know, we do full interior design services, so we're picky. Um, we yeah. do turn down a lot of units, um, but we also are curating a product for travelers um, that we feel that they can expect in any of our properties. Um, our plan is to be in boutique destinations throughout Mexico. Um, that's our main market. So, um, you know, when you come and stay in our properties, it's a perfect stay every time. We inspect all of our properties before uh, a client arrives. So it's a different inspection, like cleaning, yeah. obviously. They have theirs, but then we have actually our own inspectors. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. So you can ensure a kind of top level service for your for your guests. I guess this is how you maintain your your super host status. Yeah, for sure. And then we also have full concierge uh, services, and then we're offering things like experiences. Um, all of our guests get uh, beach access at a couple okay. different places, Balabamba and Delec, which are very beautiful places here. The thing about Tulum is that there's not really a public beach at this time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you go to the beach, you've got to just deal with minimum consumption and things like that. So we have some deals for our clients that yeah. they don't have that. But then we also have experiences like going to uh, Layla, which is a Moroccan Riyadh hotel in downtown Tulum. And our guests can go have a burger, a cocktail and hang out at their beautiful tile rooftop pool. Yeah. Um, we've got some other things coming up um, that we're planning, but it's really like fully immersed in Tulum and its yeah. experience. So that way your stay is good, but you don't miss on your vacation plans either. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite interesting. So you you so you built, as far as I understand, you built relationships with uh, other service providers in your location, so you can kind of collaborate and send business their way, and they give you a discount. How did you set those up? Well, I mean, I think just, you know, like my background in networking, I've just done that forever, being in sales for, you know, over 20 years, um, you know. I just, I think as soon as I hit the ground here, I started meeting people and meeting people. And, um, you know, now I have kind of a really good community here. We even get our best employees, our referrals. I mean, we get really amazing employees. And, you know, in a tourist area, very difficult to get employees because it's expensive living and, and yeah. all those things. So I think we've really laid the foundation with our networking um, yeah. from day one. Yeah. So, um What's your current bottleneck in business, if there is one? What's your next hurdle to cross? Well, I mean, it's always growth. You know, when you have a small business, you know, like we 
we could, the sky's the limit um, in the Yucatan Peninsula specifically, but, you know, we're always going to be limited by our staff, by, you know, what, what we can do. So we're very careful um, to make sure that we're matching what we're taking on with what we can do because the level of quality is like, that's the whole thing. That's the reason that we're here. Um, so, you know, guest services is a very, very important thing to us. Um, we, cool. We have uh, staff on hand that is, their English is 90%. Um, you know, we do deal with a lot of English speaking guests coming from, you know, Tulum's makeup is kind of Europe, Canada, and the US. And then there's, you know, maybe a 15% um, Latin America. And, um, you know, it's becoming a, it's the premier destination for uh, Mexican nationals as well. Really? Okay, that's interesting to know, yeah. <laughs> That is interesting. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I think that sounds like the the biggest challenge that most property managers face, which is onboarding new properties. Mm -hmm. how Definitely. You, how have you handled that challenge so far? So we have a really detailed process. Um, we actually have an onboarding manager on staff um, and that's her main focus. We also have different software tools that we use that run the tasks um, and all of the employees participate in that and they all have their part in onboarding. So I feel like we've got it kind of down to a science. Um, we let the owners know what to expect, the costs, the things like that. Um, you know, but there's so many components that go into being successful as a property manager and onboarding them, you know, everyone's excited that the owners are excited. They want to get their things on right away, but there's also like steps that have to be taken. Um, and especially when we're taking over properties that are newly built, um, sometimes, you know, there's hiccups, the pool's leaking, but, you know, so we do have, you know, I think we're well-staffed and everyone's pretty organized. So I think organization, like the big takeaway is like being yeah. as organized as you can and really tracking what's going on. Yeah, yeah. How how long has Jungle Lux been going? Only since December of 2022. Oh. We opened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've been really flying. It's been great. Um, our next market's gonna be Merida, we've decided. Okay. Well, fantastic progress so far. Well done. Um, so what do you spend most of your time doing as a property manager host? I mean, me as as the leader of the of the property manager tribe, um, it is definitely, um, you know, looking at everything from a top level and constantly seeing how we can improve every process. Um, but marketing and branding is a really, really big piece of it. So some of my time is really spent um, in photo shoots and things like that, um, making sure that everything's perfect. We also have a little weenie dog named Mason and Mason uh, goes on pool floaties at some of the uh -huh. coolest properties or at the yeah. beach or does things. So he's kind of our little mascot. So, um, so sometimes I'm busy taking around Mason so that he can go to the photo shoots. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds, sounds idyllic. <laughs> um, so looking back, what, what advice would you give yourself when you first started out? I mean, don't think it's going to be a cute little side business in a tiny town called Tulum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to grow into a lot bigger of a thing quickly. So if you do things right, expect to grow really quick. Um, I, you know, what I always like to tell my staff is that we want to be perfectly, we need to be, have a goal to be perfectly imperfect. We understand that we're in a business that is a reactive business, but we're trying to be as proactive as we can. Mm -hmm. So I think that is really part of our success is 
being proactive, communicating with the guests, making sure that they know exactly where to go. Mexico is difficult to navigate around and addresses don't work in Quintana Roo. So if they're well communicated with, the unit is perfect. They have all the details that they need. We built a really good rapport with them. We yeah, built yeah. a really good rapport with them. And I think that that translates into when we do have those reactive situations, like an AC breaking or something that happens, the guests are super gracious. They're like, oh, no problem. Everything's been so perfect. Like, just let, let us know when the guy's coming to fix it. So I think it's about understanding that you're in a reactive business and that you have to do what you can to prevent, but then also like, nothing's the end of the world. We have to do the best we can to fix it. And the guest experience is always the most, mm. most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a question has come into my mind, but the, the property managers or property owners, sorry, that you're working with, are they predominantly from where? They're predominantly from the US and Canada. Uh, and then again, you know, that that uh, Mexican national factor is really, is really starting to become become a thing. So we do have also some Mexican clients. Um, we're doing some marketing. Our marketing has really worked really well in market yeah. uh, Mexico. We're doing some marketing uh, with a platform like Escape Adida um, to to get some more Mexican travelers. But yeah, our, our, our owners are English speaking predominantly from US and Canada. Okay. And what is your, uh, you spoke about um, automating your, your task a bit. So what is your kind of tech solutions? What are the, what, what kind of tech are you using? Uh, right now we use monday.com, we use Slack, um, we use HostAway is our backend platform. Um, and then we've got a couple other things that we try. I mean, we're working with some chat GPT um, on like describing neighborhoods and things like that, like helping to enrich some of our backend uh, descriptions. Um, and then we also have some other software like RankBreeze that we use for um for optimization and seeing where our rankings are, because, you know, there's a lot of listings coming on into loom with almost 9,000 listings already and a thousand listings coming on. Um, it's a bit of a, it's a bit like Google. You've got to really optimize it or the, the listing gets lost on the platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I found that watching the industry mature that, uh, that, I mean, obviously a while ago, it wasn't that when the competition, what it wasn't, what it is, it was a lot easier to attract guests. And then when the competition got a bit bigger, it was about distinguishing yourself, developing better reviews and and, and the algorithms obviously pick up on that. Um, so you, you, you've told me that you've got a big background in marketing. So I'm going to ask you, do you have any tips, tricks or hacks specifically to do with branding and marketing that you could offer to other property managers? I mean, I think that your photographs and your media are going to pay you tenfold. So you need to spend money. Our, our company has a company budget for money. We don't only take photos of the units. I mean, we're out with drone videos and um, Instagram stories. And you know we have somebody on our staff that creates content um, every week. Creating yeah. content is going to be important. It's going to be, you know, content's king. It really is. Yeah. Um, and you need to spend time on that. Um, but I mean, like, think about online dating. Okay. You're online dating for your property. And this also goes deeper. You could put a chair in a room two, three years ago, and you could make money. You cannot do that now. And I do tell the owners in Tulum, you know, coming from a market like Scottsdale, 
Tulum is going to be Scottsdale. It's headed that way. It's going to be this kind of market. So when you get a unit, congratulations on buying a brand new unit, but you're not done. You have to furnish it and you need to over furnish it a little bit. And then you need to have the pictures and the media and the marketing. So having the right property manager, it's not about the percent that we charge. It's really about what is the marketing, what, you know, and, and a lot of investors, you know, right. Investors are money minded all the time. Mm. Um, so I feel like it's a good, you know, we're, we're a good mix because we know that you've got to save, but you've got to splurge. You've got to, you've yeah. got to have that right recipe of, of marketing, or you can't make it in the new short-term rental world. Yeah. Yeah. I have another question for you. Um, I have a few questions that are just popping up. So do you create uh, individual uh, websites for each of your properties or do you have just your own one central website or do, do you, how do you handle that? We have our, we have our own website um, that has direct booking. Um, so through like the host away platform yeah. um, and we create a listing on our website. We also do uh, coupon codes for people or businesses. Um, so we do things like that, but yeah, we don't do individual websites. Some of our owners do have an Instagram page. And so we share media with them so that they can post on their Instagram page. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if they need single property websites. Um, yeah. I think they need to be listed and shown in places that get them eyes. Uh, we also have influencers that come and stay. Yeah. You allow the influencers, uh, through the door. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. depends. It depends though. Like we really do look at like where they're following from, where there's a lot of ways to analyze that to make sure that it makes sense. Yeah, sure. Sure. Rachel, it's been wonderful talking to you. If people would like to find out more about you or about Jungle Lux, how will they do this? Well, our Instagram at Jungle Lux MX or our website at www.junglelux.mx. Excellent. Thank you so much for the call today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. You got it. Thank you. Have an amazing day.